Love what you hear? Be sure to check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash finish the fight for exclusive episodes, insights, and even our D&D adventure. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome back to Finish the Fight, a gaming podcast. Where we produce and develop the highest quality gaming research in podcast form. I am your host, Alex Kendall. And I am your host, Derek Baker. And today, we're looking towards... Bum, 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 the future. Ooh. And within the future, we're talking about the future releases of our beloved video games. Talking about what's going to be coming out next year, plausibly. What's coming out in the future beyond that. And what titles we're pretty excited to see. Um, or what's going to, you know, what are going to be kind of like the disruptors that we're going to see that could potentially shift the landscape, shift what we're going to be seeing in years, you know, beyond that. Is there, are we going to see a new style of game? Are we going to see any of that? Probably not. But at least these titles that we're going to be seeing coming up are pretty exciting to see. So we wanted to take each of our top fives, give a little quick synop on what we're thinking about them and just kind of like seeing what we, we hope to get from them. Yeah, man. Um, Talking about new video games that are coming up is always exciting because it's the unknown. You don't have to deal with the the knowings of the failings of all the gameplay elements that you were promised but didn't get. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the night before Christmas. Everybody loves Christmas Eve, right? Exactly. It's that suspense. We've still, you know, some of these we've seen some trailers for whether it's been a couple of years ago or more recent, we haven't seen any of the <laughs> bugs yet because we haven't seen the game yet. So you're still right. being like, ooh, keeping those like rose-tinted glasses on. These are like all masterpieces lying in wait, I'm sure. Yes. Exactly. So I'm going to go ahead and open this one up with one that I think might be a little controversial, to be honest, because mm. people have mixed feelings i think about the way that nintendo's been bringing back some of these older games Mm, but paper mario thousand year door the Mm -hmm. one that i am i am excited for coming up i don't anticipate a lot of difference in this game but i think that gamecube had some titles that really got overlooked by a lot of people because it wasn't a very powerful console the games were expensive you know back then there's a lot of classic titles on the gamecube Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, I don't know if you remember this, but this this game was kind of the game that sparked our close friendship, I would say. Because you yeah. had this game, we sat by each other in science class, and you let me borrow this game, and uh, I did not finish it. It was too hard for me. But <laughs> I'm looking forward to giving it another shot. And all of the screenshots that I've seen um, with the updated visuals, now it's a, a you know, 2D side scroller thing. So mm-hmm. they're not anything crazy, but to me, it looks like they're making a legitimate effort to make those things look better. Yeah. And that's definitely one that's on my list as well as one that's actually coming out this year, which is the Super Mario RPG. 
another game that I lent out to another friend that kind of built that bond with it. And Alex, I never, that's what I'm saying, but I, I never beat this one either. So I'm, I am excited to relive a lot of these childhood games and play them and not beat them again, but at least I get to play them for a little bit. <laughs> well, <laughs> so the, the Paper Mario games, those first two were just really great and really just a different overall tone, I think, than the rest of yeah. the Paper Mario series, where they tried to do often to do too many things. Thousand Year Door had, I think, a good amount of carryover from that first Paper Mario, which is all-time top-tier N64 game and, and definitely the oh, best yeah. in the series, but thousand year door one that i think will be cool for players to revisit that maybe got to play paper mario on the n64 virtual console on the switch Mm -hmm. if you played that you know you can move to the next one in the series exactly well i mean i'm gonna jump over to more of an indie title for my first and this one is animal well uh, mm. It is a cool, pixelated wonder rendered in intricate audio and visual detail. It's a very fun, I guess you call it a Metroidvania in a style, uh, but it is from, at least production-wise, going to be produced and released from Big Mode, which is actually Video Game Donkey's production company. Um, big okay. YouTuber who does a lot of very cool and funny reviews. He started up a production company. This is one of the first titles that's going to be coming out um, that'll be on PC and I think Switch, I think. Mm. Um, but it's definitely gonna be, it definitely looks like a really fun title that has a lot of exploration into it, a lot of different like little power mechanics and just like that very fun old school, you know, 8-bitty art style um, in this kind of Metroidvania ex- exploration style game, which... I'm excited for. I'm excited for indies. I'm excited for new dev companies. I'm excited for that pool to keep widening, to kind of keep that competition started, and to just keep indie indie in a way and not get bought up by Daddy Microsoft eating up all the indie studios. <laughs> I mean, if it's successful enough, I'm sure they'll still try. Yeah, exactly. I'm curious to see if he's going to do a video on it, kind of making fun of maybe his own game. Uh, so he has. He's done a pre-video. And this oh. is kind of the release to Big Mode. They did a promo for this, and like honestly, he made me want to buy it. Like he's <laughs> like, it's that good of like actually talking about like a a genuine review, because and the the thing is too is like him not working on the game, but being the production and release company. It's like, hey, I can review this kind of earnestly. Because I didn't work on it, I am producing it and selling it and then these things, but like that's why we're investing in it. Yeah. No, that's that's definitely cool that, you know, I I don't know how objective you can really be when it's your own thing. You probably want to love sure. it. But but that'll be really cool. I'm excited for that one as well. Loving all of the the game companies that are keeping this art style alive. Cause I, I yes. think that it's a really great art style that I don't want to see disappear in gaming. And I think it just proves that video games don't have to be these, you know, gorgeous, massive worlds that they can be these really um, artistically specific style of games and, and still be successful. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. It's like you can have these AAA studios that are making these titles that are just beautiful 
that are just done so well. But yeah, living this art style that's really brought back by these indie titles. And and look at these huge, huge names that are doing it like Undertale that did it in basically like almost like a story, like a visual story that has these little mini games into it, as well as like all these other renditions of classic games coming back, like Galaga and all these other like space shooters that are getting more of a rendition, a more polished rendition from these new indie titles. Yeah. The classic Galaga will always be my go-to arcade game. Help, yeah. Next up in my list is a game that I feel like I, I'm not sure how to feel about it yet, but I am excited to see what happens because the last game involving these characters was a nice surprise to me, and so I'm looking forward to the South Park Snow Day game. It's a co-op action game that is a 3D style game, which it's been a little bit of time, I think, since they've done one of those. But uh, South Park The Fractured But Whole was really a nice surprise of a game for me. It has Mm -hmm. some, I would say, some dated humor, some old humor that's like very classic old school South Park kind of stuff. But just mm-hmm. a really nicely made RPG style game. And this will definitely be one that I'm not going to be like, hey, day one, I need to go get the South Park Snow sure. Day game. But like I did with the Fractured But Whole, going to wait a little bit, see how it pans out, see if it's worth it. And uh, probably we'll check this one out. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed the, the South Park games are those games that like are unexpected in a way. Like they're, they're good and bad all wrapped in one to make it a fun package to play. And it's just like, it somehow outshines what it should. And I definitely enjoyed the fractured, but whole again, great play on words, great play on game. Great. I loved great it. play on words, Excited. great power. You know, yeah. you've got your, your fart powers and all kinds of just, I don't know. The whole game's so absurd. It's it's a lot of fun, you know, just a, a good casual one. I imagine this will be a lot of that, too. Oh, yeah. So my next four are all the second in a series. <laughs> I'm very excited for a lot of these releases just because the first ones did so extremely well in shifting the landscape overall. Some we haven't seen in a while. Some we've seen more recently. But the first one I want to start off with is Hellblade 2. Uh, it's been a while since we've had Senua's story and like Hellblade 1. And so it's going to be really cool to see where they take this in the second one and just have like another beautiful, gorgeous game come out that tells a pretty compelling dark story in a way. But to see like what they're going to be able to do with the second one is going to be very cool. Definitely has a fantastic aesthetic and looks. I mean, the details... Mm-hmm. And the faces are incredible, as uh, you know. It, depending on how much of that really carries over into the gameplay, you know, we'll see. But it looks great. I'm excited. Next up on my list is another, I think, throwback classic for me and you, and that is Earth Defense Force Six. Oh, now, this yes. is a game that is not going to blow you away visually. The gameplay is going to be clunky. Um, it's not going to win any awards, but if you want a classic good feel couch co-op game, Earth Defense Force never disappoints in any way. You know, let's 
just think about the scenario you're living on planet Earth. Your planet is suddenly invaded by giant alien bugs, and you have to mm-hmm. defend it at all costs. You know, Earth Defense Force is just so dumb, so much fun. Everyone in this series, I feel like I have to go and at least play it for a little bit. You know, it's it's never a game that I'm trying to progress all the way through necessarily. Just how far can I get before I get burnt out and wait for Earth Defense Force 7? Cannot wait. I mean, again, one of our favorite games that we played kind of growing up with it. It's just ridiculous. It was a random pickup that just... That was a blockbuster Friday night buy, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Rent. Into a buy. A rent into a buy. Absolutely with <laughs> just, that. So just definitely don't excited. give it back. <laughs> nope. Rent into a buy for that one for us. Super excited with that. I absolutely love that series. It's ridiculous. It's fun. The improvements and the technological advances they've made the games, you know, further on than when we started playing have been amazing. So excited for the next release of that. Uh, the next one that I have on my list, another two, as I'd said, but it is... The Wolf Among Us 2 from the Risen from the Grave Telltale series of games. We have the second, finally second telling, telling story from Telltale uh, from The Wolf Among Us. Uh, One of the series that really sent Telltale to the forefront of like kind of the visual novel, choose your own adventure games that was just so much fun to play. So cool to be able to take over like this like DC series that they had, bring it into there. I'm really excited about the second one. You know, again, Risen from the Ashes after Telltale kind of went bankrupt, got passed around a little bit, didn't know what was happening with them. So very excited to see where this takes us. I know it's set, I believe, like six months after the events of season one. Um, so definitely, definitely check this one out when it releases, hopefully, fingers crossed, in 2024. And I'm hoping that this game is a success and it leads to other titles being brought back from the grave as well. Yes. Um, Because the Telltale games, they were a lot of fun. You know, everyone loves like a little point and click plus a little extra. You know, I I feel like they did a great job um, for the most part trying to tell good narratives within existing worlds and... They were, I don't know, it was just like a, such a sudden thing that they were done because they had all these other mm-hmm. titles in the works. They left some of their games off on cliffhangers, which as far as storytelling goes, I mean, that's like the whole point of those games. So to then feed into nothing kind of sucks. But like I said, I, I hope that this is a success and we get to see some other titles from Telltale. Absolutely. Next up for me is Star Wars Outlaws. This is a game that kind of surprised me. This is a game that's taking place in the original trilogy's time frame, which I think it's taking place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So the aesthetic is really great, especially if you are, I think, a fan of the original trilogy compared to the there's been a lot of video games that I think have tried to link the gaps between the prequels into the original trilogy Mm -hmm. and 
you know, it's it's difficult to do. It's difficult to tile that into the story. Star Wars has so many forms of media where it's in the movies, obviously. It's got comic books. It's got the novelizations. It's got all these TV shows, video games, of course. So to get a game, though, that's not really so Jedi-centric um, in the more modern era of games, I'm just really excited for that because I feel like it's just going to be a fun space adventure game. And I think we need more space adventure games because there haven't been enough, right? I say that sarcastically, but <laughs> this one looks really good to me. It looks like something that's not going to try and do too, too much. The Star Wars world is solid. And so I think that this will be a, a really good game. I think Ubisoft, for all the love-hate they have with the fandom, for the most part, produces maybe not always the most exciting content, but some really great AAA games. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Next up, for me, I have, and we'll see, I know it's gotten pushed back again, but we have Vin Diesel the Game, a.k.a. <laughs> Arc 2. Oh, yeah. Um, pretty excited to see where they're going to be taking this with this second edition. I know it's getting some, well, at least the studio itself is kind of getting some blowback because Arc 2 has been delayed and they were kind of trying to like, like stop play on the current survival evolved and go to like this remastered. It's been a whole thing, but when we're talking about Arc 2 itself, I'm very excited to see where we're going to take dinosaurs that you're eventually going to transform into like sweet, terrifying monsters with machine guns. I'm excited to see where this ends up happening. I can't wait to play as Vinny D in his true form <laughs> as a returned from the future caveman. It's going to be a blast. So we'll see possibly maybe still a 2024 release plausibly, but who knows with again, we're in, we're in the, the heyday of game delay. We'll see what happens with it. That's true. At first, I thought you were talking about Wheelman Two, um, which would have been. <laughs> Listen, I would. It's up there. It's up there as well. It's, it's a two. I'm gonna include it on my list as an honorable mention. But this is the other Vin <laughs> Diesel game. If Wheelman Two ever comes out, Alex is gonna be all over that. That game came out. I think Vin Diesel still had hair. So. I do believe so. <laughs> I I think I just played the demo for Wheelman. Uh, that was that was a great Xbox 360 uh, demo. I was like, wow, this is the worst game I think I've ever played a <laughs> demo of, ever. 
I'm definitely not going to buy this. It, it, I think it was like just an advertisement for the Pontiac G8. Pretty much. Um, if I remember right. So pretty cool. Speaking of cool, futuristic, like dinosaur games, Turok relaunch that came out on the Xbox 360 mm, was actually mm-hmm. pretty solid fun. Maybe a little dated at this point. It's been a while since I played it. But if you're looking for something to fill the gap, Turok. Next up on my list, and last on my list before maybe a couple honorable mentions, TMNT Mutant Mayhem, the video game. So there was a movie, came out not that long ago, um, that had a pretty unique style for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I'd say. Haven't actually seen that movie yet. Love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, though. These were some of my favorite games growing up. Uh, Manhattan Project for NES, still one of my all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. If you are able to pick up the classic collection for the Ninja Turtle games, I definitely recommend doing that because that's part of that bundle. Just a good classic arcade feel with that. Always love when you're able to mix it in with some couch co-op friend play as well because it's games like this that in my opinion invite everyone to play that it it Mm -hmm. doesn't matter if you're a veteran gamer a new gamer casual gamer someone that hasn't played video games in 20 years and the ninja turtle games are always really great at doing that those side-scrolling beat-em-ups not a lot is known about mutant mayhem specifically but Mm -hmm. Everything that they've done, in my opinion, for the TMNT series has been at least solid, uh, maybe with the exception of that Xbox 360 release for the movie. That is true. But for the most part, any of these amazing side-scrollers, Ninja Turtles done it well. I mean, we have saw the multiple reports of the OGs even getting their own, like, little arcade cabinet again. You know, it is very cool to see that and see that come back to life and see just like even like the want of like talking earlier about like indie titles bringing back like that 8 bit and some 16 bit looks to stuff and and carrying on that same legacy and people wanting more of that just simplistic return to what they had and just like how fun that stuff is and just how simplistic but hard like overall difficulty it is it's, it's amazing i'm very excited to see how that one does yeah absolutely take us back to the era of two buttons that's exactly. what give me, the old give heads me the, are saying. Give me that joystick and the two buttons and I'm in heaven. What is L3? What on <laughs> earth is L3? You got to click in that left stick. Oh, my God. That's too much. That was me 20 years ago. <laughs> well, speaking of clicking a bunch of buttons and being quick and going insane, my final game for my list is the first ever sequel from Supergiant Games. And that is going to be Hades 2. Mm. Hades being such an amazing, breakout, exciting, fun game with amazing storytelling um, and just amazing boss fights, amazing playthroughs. And it's just so fun. We were able to like master a weapon, understand it, be able to get all the way to fighting your papa and hopefully beating your papa uh, to do it all over again. But yeah, this time we're going to be facing the Titan of Time. Um, and playing through as the princess of the underworld. And it looks to be like such an exciting sequel to it. I mean, even if you give me the same game, give me a few different enemies, give me some different punches, some different kicks. I am so excited to play through this again. 
It is such an addicting pickup. It's got the right amount of difficulty curve for you to feel like, man, I'm not going to get past this one boss or past these type of enemies are kicking my butt every time to like, hey, I have mastered what I'm getting through. I'm having fun with it. So I'm very, very, very excited for this to, again, Q2 is their projected release schedule. So hopefully around summerish time, we should be seeing this uh, hitting virtual store shelves. This is honestly one of my favorite aesthetics in a video game mm-hmm. ever, where it's just, I, it feels futuristic, but not. You know, it's, it's yes. got like a, that anime vibe, uh, obviously, and then just, but the glow of everything is really fantastic. A lot of fun. Definitely excited for that one, too. So I had two honorable mentions. They were going to be part of my five, but I felt like that was a little cheap because I think everybody's looking forward to these two games. That's GTA 6 and Elder Scrolls 6. But Mm -hmm. we don't know a lot of details about those two games. I just, I feel like I want to mention them, but how many more delays, you know, for Elder Scrolls before it's, we've talked uh, in a past bonus episode too many delays does it just ultimately create a product that it's it's got an unreachable anticipation yeah it it really does it's kind of that thing that we had talked about like are we are we kind of done with them has it been so long and like been hyped up from either like the GTA 6 leaks or the one random png of an Elder Scrolls 6 <laughs> background about 7 yeah. years ago at this point. Like do we do we really care? And that's that's I think the question that will plausibly be answered by that time. I mean, will I pick it up? It's a maybe. Whereas if you asked me 5 years ago, it probably would have been a yes. Elder Scrolls 6 that little screenshot that they did. I mean, that could have been a civilization game to me yeah like like exactly you know there's there's really nothing there that that tells me anything about that and yeah i mean excited for it but then when you go back i think and really think about skyrim wonderful game love skyrim Mm -hmm. love playing it but it wasn't without its issues too um that we sort of i think gloss over in our love of skyrim because there's so many mods out there that fix things and there's updates that make it more visually appealing um, that you're able to mod in as well. But what kind of game will we be looking at with Elder Scrolls 6, you know, when it comes out? Is it going to be that game that has a bunch of those issues as well? And, and, sh- and should we accept that, you know, has it hit that point? So Still still anticipating uh, a great, successful launch for Elder Scrolls Six, but it's not a game anymore that I am like, oh man, is there any news about this game? Am I, you know, scrounging mm-hmm. up every piece of information that I can? It's just like, when it comes out, it comes out. And I feel a lot the same yeah. way about GTA Six. Um, but it it hasn't been that long since I played through GTA Five on PS Five, and it's obviously been a while since that game came out, and I hadn't played it since the 360. I really hope that they're able to add in some of the elements that they added in Red Dead Redemption Two into that game because I feel like yeah. 
as far as customization goes in the story, they really uh, miss the ball on a lot of that stuff in GTA Five, And then Red Dead Redemption 2, even with Arthur, you were able to feel like it was your Arthur specifically and, and put a little bit of yourself into that character. Whereas GTA Five, I think you have to sort of live within the limited scope of, of what you've got for those characters. Like, Yeah, and which I think is fair because you're talking about, at this point, an initial release of 10 years ago, over 10 years ago. And so like seeing how games have shifted in that time frame, um, like you said, even from both Red Deads and GTA five into the jump of hopefully GTA six. I know it's rumored to be the most expensive game of all time, the most immersive game of all time, the largest game of all time. Time will tell, I suppose. And will people care? I, I don't, I don't know if people do like, I don't necessarily want a 400 hour game. That's, I mean, I guess it's, I guess if you're going to take 15 years to produce a game, maybe I do, but it's an interesting conversation really to have is, is GTA six and rockstar has some of that hype really like, have we moved on from the GTA series in a way? where like 3 and Vice City and San Andreas and 4, I feel like all had a very specific feel that you couldn't get in a lot of video games. 5 had that too. But as more time goes on, you're able to get, uh, I think, some experiences that are similar to it. I think GTA is always GTA, and I think Rockstar always makes really great, pretty games. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I do have confidence in them for that, but it's like, is GTA the game that everyone's like, oh man, I gotta have this when we have seen, I think a lot of recycled style gameplay from GTA where it's, especially when it comes to combat, um, you know, just kind of slightly move the reticle up, shoot someone in the head and it's relatively easy compared to some other video games. So, you know, is there any fatigue there with that style? Or have they changed their style once more? Because there was a pretty, I think, significant jump from three, or from San Andreas to four, and from four to five. Mm-hmm. What kind of jump will we see? To yeah, and I, and I think that's the, the two biggest things people have asked for is just a more immersive combat system and also just a better walking and running system. Like, being able to, like, like I don't want to have to like tap my control stick and my character walks twenty feet. Yeah, especially when you're like trying to like more so on the online, especially when we're talking about a lot of like the multiplayer maps that people would make. But trying to like walk along an edge or something and be like, okay, I just need to like maneuver just a little bit this way, and it's like, okay, step, step, step. It's like, no, now you've fallen off the building. What are you doing? That's not what I said to do. So. <laughs> Again, there are a lot of video games where it feels like there's weights on the ankles or something yes. where it's just like, you know, the, the upper body moves and then the lower body moves afterwards and the momentum. It's like you're juggernaut for a minute, like nothing is stopping you. It doesn't <laughs> matter. And it's like, yeah, you, you sometimes you do. You want that Pokemon top down. I've got four directions I can go. Give me that classic top-down feel almost sometimes rather than whatever that is where you're mm-hmm. just like you're trying to go through a door and you overshoot the door 
now you're on the other side of the door and you try to sneak back in, but someone's standing in the doorway yeah. now. Yeah. I think we've all yeah. experienced that to some degree. We have. But. So it's the hopes. It's the hopes that if we get these games released, you know, whether it's titles like these that are giving us these 10, 15 year plans or some of these new ones we're hopefully seeing early 2024, maybe later, maybe later in 2025. Who knows? But I'm very excited to see what the like newer landscape of, I guess for me, just sequels <laughs> are going to be doing. Um, just sequels for but, me. It's the sixes. EDF yeah, you're, six, you're, GTA you're way six, out there. Elder Scrolls six. <laughs> just, yeah, you're at the sixes. I'm at the twos. Uh, we'll see how it does. I mean, it's, it's hopefully we keep having these improvements in gaming and just excitement, keep pumping out in gaming that breaks away from these like 10 year life cycle games into some newer fun stories, but we'll see. I'm excited. Let us know on our socials and within our Spotify. Trivia. Q and A. Q and A. Our trivia, which AKA trivia. is just whatever your answer it's is, not, is correct. It's not going to be trivia. <laughs> <laughs> it is trivia, but you're always correct. Um, <laughs> let us know in all those. And, and like, what are you excited to see? What are you most excited to hopefully be seeing soon. I know there's been a lot of rumors of stuff of like, you know, a new game from Bioshock's creator and a lot of other stuff coming out. What do you hope to come out in the next year or two? Let us know. I can't wait to be gray and playing Elder Scrolls 7. You know, <laughs> it's going to be... From the retirement home, it's going to be lit. <laughs> from Playing on the Wii Model 4 at that point, <laughs> it's going to be great. We've gone back. So the old folks will have something That's to right. do. That's right. Playing their Elder Scrolls. Playing Wii Sports uh, 7000 from <laughs> the spaceship facility that hosts my brain. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, guys. Let us know, and we'll see you next time. Take care.